The FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Tuesday 21st of April. The FujiCast. Hello, welcome to the FujiCast. Once weekly, now daily, where we're all being asked to socially distance, stay at home, or for some self-isolate completely, we're here. So it's a community, myself and Kev, and you, and a few other people as well. Um, it's a show about all our lives as picture makers, a show which does include Fujifilm stuff and questions, yes. But you can shoot whatever flavour of camera you like, and your questions, please, send them in to click at fujicast.co.uk. Although today, Kev, it's a bit different, isn't it? Hello. Hello. I thought you'd forgotten about <laughs> no, me No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just doing what's called the... The intro. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna fax you this and you can do the intro tomorrow. <laughs> um so yeah, a bit different today though, isn't it? We we said uh, non-tech Tuesday, no technical questions at all, and you can a- ask whatever you want. And um people generally have Kev. Some of them are a bit frightening to be honest. Do you just wanna go for them all, yeah? Yeah, just go for it. And and what we'll do, any that we don't use, we'll use on a non-tech Tuesday next next Tuesday, because uh, one of these in particular from Ali Stewart Ross is uh, it was it's practically a book, Kev, to be honest. <laughs> um, but it's a good question. There's a few good questions in there. So uh, should we just launch into it? Um, yeah. Here we good. go. Uh, Miles Vellander, having listened to every show since the absolute beginning, it's been fun having you around every day. You feel like my daily breakfast show out here in Wellington. Now, that's not in Australia. That's in New Zealand. Have you ever been to New Zealand? No. <laughs> Nor have I, to be honest. I'd love to go there. Isn't it the same same sort of size? I'm going to show that my I didn't listen in geography. Same sort of size as the UK, isn't it? Or the same, same kind of climate on one of the islands, at least. Pass. Don't know. I know you can ski and you can get a suntan. Yeah, okay, and that's it, all right. In an odd way, when the daily stops, that's probably a good thing, because that'll mean everything is starting to return to normal. But if you could choose to present the show full-time every day as a living, would you? <laughs> well, I think as a living is the key part of that. If yeah. it was our living... <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd take absolutely. anything. Send me a job. <laughs> yeah, I could sit here in my underpants, slurping... Oh alcohol every day and get paid for it is that Whoa. what you, is that what you do when you're doing this warning warning yeah well yeah sometimes i remember <laughs> to put my underpants on <laughs> <laughs> oh try and get that thought out of my out of my head uh, yeah no so for me at least if it was for a living then yes um i could do it quite comfortably however it's, uh, it's because not. it's not our living <laughs> no um, it's the when when this uh this meanie is put back in the jar then um, we we sh- we shall yeah. um, go well, back to weekly. Uh, go back to weekly. I'm assuming we will. <laughs> um, I can't. We can't keep this up every day. And, no, and, God no. And do a full time job. No, no, it wouldn't be possible. But um, if it were paid, yes. If there was a mass mahusive sponsor, um, yes. But I can't see that coming out the woodwork just at the moment. Uh, Kyan Charlton, um, have you two ever fallen out? Kyan K N K E Y A N Kian Kian. That's a different spelling of Kian, though. Anyway, have you two ever fallen out? We, I don't think we've fallen out, have we? No. Don't think so. No. No. I mean, no. Well, we disagree. We, we with, definitely we disagree. Yeah, we disagree on things. Yeah, but but we don't. don't we disagree we've... on them in an adult level. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and by that I mean I'm always right and you're always wrong. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> is it who? And he's got a second part of the question. Oh, this gets even more juicy. Who is the most important in terms of the show's success from launch? You'll never answer that one. Dot dot dot. Neil. <laughs> well, I was going to say you um, <laughs> because um, I think without your um, your ambassadorship. Um, but ambassadorship, 
um, then I don't think anybody would have known about it, to be honest. Well, you see, we're disagreeing again now. Mm. Um, and this is where we will fall out because <laughs> um, I would like to think yeah. that just because I'm an ambassador for a camera company, yeah. that does not mean that that's why people... No, like no, but, but it, it, initially, it initially interested people. And I think it gives you, I, I think you proved this as well, uh, that you have an extraordinary uh, knowledge about the cameras, the lenses. Just, just your, your, your kit knowledge is, is superb. And that has to be a result of, of being involved in the design process and being in Japan and those kind of things that, that I, could, I could only dream of doing and, and haven't had the experience of doing. Plus, let's not forget your social media presence. Like, whenever you write a post, it initially interests people far more than one of mine. <laughs> and that's just fact. I don't think that's true, though. And I've said this to you a million times. I think that's just because I may have a little bit more creativity with the way that I market myself, perhaps, personally. Uh, yes. Um, and, and you uh, don't. <laughs> well let's take face <laughs> let's take kian see what you've started let's take facebook for example you can write a, a, something about one of your kids and bosh i've seen everything it's like it's like the news has been released when i write it it's like oh all right it's neil written oh i can't bother i'll get back to that later <laughs> yeah but you know don't forget that that's um i've been working on my um you know on that social media element of stuff way before i was an ambassador and yeah. back in the day and you know that kind of following has has kind of um i hate that word following yeah. um has has kind of grown from that really your fans, and, your fans. <laughs> ugh, i definitely hate that word because you know what fans is you know what that that's a uh what's the word what's what uh, I don't know. It's like, do you know what it means? Do you no, know what it's short for? Well, no, no. Fanzine? Fana no, fanatics. Fanatic. Oh, right. Okay. Fans is short for fanatics. Right. Oh. Yeah. I'd when like people actually say, you know, thank you to my fans, I'm like, <laughs> don't call them fanatics. That's just self-indulgent <laughs> trite. It is a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. What did, could you, I mean, also, you're not going to like this word either then, because you're a bit of an influencer, aren't you? No. Well, you do, you, you do influence people, though, definitely. And we, we've had conversations uh, okay, so where, where it, well, I think it's it's true to say that um, I, I think you push camera sales reasonably well. Yes, perhaps. Well, in fact, true, definitely. Mm. But I, I I don't think that's uh, from like on an influencer scale where uh, you know a brand will go to somebody and say you know you've got x amount of followers use our stuff um we'll pay you to use our stuff and then they'll buy stuff and then you can <laughs> off and not use it anymore that's something that i definitely no, don't I know, ever do yeah, wouldn't no. ever do I know, yeah. so you know people might buy fujifilm cameras because they look at my pictures and think i can do better than that i'm going to get a fujifilm camera and do better than mullins <laughs> um uh, you know and that's that's the way it is it's not um at a pimp it no no, I know you don't. Uh, Monsieur Stunier, friend of the show. I've, I've, I've changed him into a Frenchman for whatever reason. I don't know. Yada, etc. So my question is this. Do you adopt a different personality when you're shooting a wedding? My wife can't believe the wonderful reviews I get from couples. Energetic, friendly, funny, charming, helpful, gregarious, ad nauseum. I'm not quite like that at home, she says. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I don't know if I adopt a different personality. I'd say I'm um, personally. I, I think I think I'm reasonably the same. Although I I do have a bit of an act when I do the um, 
when I do some of the, the group portrait stuff, which I know is not relevant to yourself, Kev. But yeah, I suppose if there, there is an act at a time, it would be then, but not the rest of the time. No, I'm certainly not over the top. No. I do group shots occasionally, and I, I yeah. definitely put my most frowny face on at that point. <laughs> um, but no, I um, it, basically, in terms of, of that question, yeah. the more money people pay me, <laughs> the, the more cheery I am. You get? Do you Gemma ch- doesn't pay me nothing, so I just <laughs> sit around the house miserable. <laughs> uh, I'm going to moot my good friend Giles, who I know listens to the show quite a lot now. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Giles is, well, you know Giles. Yeah. Giles is, um, he's all, he's always, I mean, he's a gregarious chap, but he's a very thoughtful chap, and he's what I would call a thinker. And I think when he had to be over the top, and darling, come this way, and let's do the next group, I think that exhausted him by, by the end of it. Giles is probably going to write to me and say, no, it didn't. But I, I think I think if you put an act on, it can be exhausting. Don't you, I think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they pay you enough, like an act, <laughs> like a... Like a fairy in a ballerina's outfit. Right, Ali, um, <laughs> in brackets, I'm not a bloke. I think Ali has never forgiven me for, for suggesting she was a bloke at one stage. That's aimed at me, I think, isn't it? Clearly. Um, hi, Kev. Hi, Neil. I'm finding that there's not enough hours in the day for me to do everything just now. I'm being given the chance to do things in my business that I've neglected. It's showing me that my business probably needs two people running it, as I've spent the last four weeks working every day on a backlog of jobs and still haven't made, made a dent in my to-do list. I think we both feel that way, don't we, Kev? I think. Well... My that's not a question. Actually, no, you know. Actually, no, you have been far more proactive over the last 14 days in particular, I would say. I've been a productive beaver. I have. Yeah. I've uh, I've got every I, and and you know what I do every single day? I make sure that my inbox is empty. Yeah. So anything that comes in gets either dealt with or allocated. Um I do all my accounts first thing in the morning, the little bits that are going on. I, you know, the night before I write in my little um piece of software. So this is something um, that I found really useful, and I started using this about two and a half years ago. Piece of software, and it's just basically a list-making thing yeah. called Remember the Milk. Um, <laughs> okay. And you can get it on – you can log onto the web or you get it on your phone or whatever. It's uh, it's called Remember the Milk. And it's if you use it cleverly, cleverly um, <laughs> you can you can really uh, sort out your daily tasks and everything, and you know defer them and allocate them. And and it doesn't take long to set up, and it, it's it's not a burden whatsoever. Does it cost I money? Think, I think there is a free element of it, but yeah, I think right. it's something like thirty five pound a year or something. Right, okay. Otherwise, um, and I, honestly, it's really really worth doing it. And the key thing though is not to be unrealistic. Um, you know, right. don't give, don't say tomorrow I'm going to build a new website or whatever, you know, because it's, you know, it's tomorrow I'm going to plan building a new website. Do that. And then the next day I'm going to, you know, write down the architecture, but whatever, you know, um, and, and, and it's it's great. And, and also in my um, Remember the Milk schedule, I'll say, you know, breaks. These are the breaks throughout the day and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's really cool. It's really like cool. Being, it's like being sat next to. Well, if I was sat next to you, um, it's like being virtually sat next to Peter Perfect. Stop it! Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shut up. Just stop um, being perfect. Ju- Heaven's Gemma's sake. behind me now, shaking her head. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, Gemma, honestly, Gemma, it's Gemma. Can I talk to Gemma? Is, um, is he real? Is he? Is Gemma there? Is she gone now? No, she's back in the kitchen. I can get her for you. No, don't worry. I was just going to ask if you really are that perfect. <laughs> she's drawing a life-size painted picture of the kids on our kitchen wall. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever heard of Philippa Goslett, by the way? Mm. I, got in, I got introduced to her by Gabrielle Matola, and, and 
And Philippa said something very interesting because I was feeling very, very, very guilty about not having achieved as much on my list as I wanted to. I have tried all those things you've said. I know you say to me, write it down in the morning. I do, but my list just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's because it's unrealistic. Well, it must be, yeah. Procrastinate. See, I, I, I began to wonder whether I was procrastinating. Stop it. And, and, but I saw this phrase, procrastination is the building up of energy. Then it reaches a peak of frustration and you can create. I like that. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of. That's um, those sort of people would, that need a deadline, and I'm a kind of person that needs a deadline. Yeah, I agree. Like but that, yeah. I, I, I've always said that the biggest barrier to doing something is mm. just starting it. As soon as you start it, you'll yeah. you'll go through it. Yes. Um, but sitting there thinking, right, later today, I'm going to do my accounts or whatever, oh. and then because you do, you can't, you, oh. it's not something fun. Yeah. You think, oh, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm. Whereas actually, if you just at three o'clock you go, right, I'm going to start, and then start you will then finish it. There was an email in my box that's been sitting there a couple of days that just simply has the title, furloughing my staff. Honestly, I lost the will to live. Just looking at the title was like, oh, please. Um, That wasn't actually Ali's Ali's question. (laughs) I did tell you it was a long one. Uh, Question's got three three questions. Question one, day one. After we released... (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like we're in prison. In some respects, some people feel we are. Will either of you feel totally happy about shooting a big wedding as you did before COVID? BC, she says in brackets. Will you even do the wedding? I've written a clause in my contract that basically says I can cancel and refund their money if I don't feel it's safe to shoot. There's question one. Mm. Um, I'm going to be very happy to be shooting weddings because I just want to be out there working. Although I, I clearly I don't feel bulletproof. No, I don't. And it does concern me. Yes. Um, but I'm not sure how long I could financially survive if I just said no, as Zamo once upon a time should have done. Yeah, and he didn't survive. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the way the way that I'm seeing seeing this is, of course, it's it's bloody horrible for the people who have had it, and um, I think both Ali and I know people who have had it. Um, I know people who have died from it, but. Uh, you know, uh, what we mustn't lose sight of is the reason why they are putting us in this situation now is to temper the the amount of people that are would be otherwise overwhelming the NHS uh, and the, the health systems in various other countries. So when when that's kind of under control and stuff, it's, you know, I don't personally from what i've been reading it's not you know assuming they get the levels down low enough it's not going to be a case of you're likely to get it regularly or whatever from you know it it's going to be out there of course until probably forever actually Mm. um but you know the uh it's it's it'd be like catching the flu again i guess in that you you could be unlucky to get it of course um how fastidious are you with all the cleaning and and this this just you know if a parcel arrives at the door do you just then do you sort of rub the skin from your hands after somebody's passed it across i'm pretty i'm following guidelines so um we just i had a parcel earlier actually as you did i think just before we went on air um and yeah i will typically i'll open the parcel first and take out the contents then and then i'll put the um the wrapping or whatever in the in the recycling Mm. and then i'll go and wash my hands um and that's that's pretty much it 
It's, I'm um, beginning to feel like that episode in the Twilight Zone where that guy just, uh, he was he was ultra clean. I don't know if you remember the, um, I think you were a fan of the Twilight Zone, weren't you? Or, or was it? Oh, that would have terrified me. Oh, no, it would have done. Yeah, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> wrong person altogether. <laughs> this particular episode had this guy living in a in a, an apartment in, in, in a city that looked like New York. And he would just, he'd wash his hands all the time and he was, everything had to be wiped clean, no dust. It was, it was just, it, I just keep going back to that episode all the time because I, I, but for some people, yeah. that's a real thing, isn't yes, it? That's yes, a, uh, yeah, it's a real, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if illness is the right word, but a real condition. It's, it's for a some condition, people. yeah. Qu- question two. Do you think uh, with the possibility of further outbreaks and having to put... so This should have been a fun thing, Ali. <laughs> and having to put social distancing and lockdown measures in place again. Will that put 2021, 2022 couples off booking their photographer until much nearer the date? Uh, will this change how people book? Are the days of getting bookings for the next year gone? I actually think for the foreseeable future, I think people won't book a long, long way in advance. Having said that, I did just put one in the diary <laughs> for 14 months away. Um, mm, what do you think? Uh, wasn't a Greek wedding, was it? No, no, it wasn't. I um, Yes, I think it will. Uh, personally, I think it will have a dramatic impact on the wedding industry. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I, I honestly think that I, I don't think we're going to come out of this in, you know, in June or July and they're just going to say, yep, you can have 120 people in a, in a wedding venue now. I think it's going to be a good 18 months, maybe see, longer. Yeah, Who knows? I really that, don't know. I can't see that as, uh, I can't see it's a workable thing for anyone. And that, that's why Germany and other countries, even Spain and Italy, are starting to relax some stuff, because it can't go on indefinitely, Kev. It really can't. Well, it will go on indefinitely if this, if, if this, if it's dangerous. Well, you I, know, I, yeah, and I get, it. I get that and I understand that entirely but uh, but i but you can see how countries are now pushing back and it's it's ridiculous to see the beaches full, uh, filling up in california again but it's happening yeah okay what well, that that's different to your public um uh, li- liberty is different to uh law so i i can see see it where they say something like you know you can have um for example i can see football stadiums and rugby stadiums coming back online um in the in the in the in the summer but i Personally, I think it will be you can't you can only have um, you have to have one empty seat between everybody, that kind of thing. And I think that will be law. And I think in weddings, it will be a case of uh, no weddings, more than maybe 50 people. Or perhaps, you know, your wedding venue has to have enough space between people. Uh, I honestly think it will be a a big thing for weddings because and I really hope I'm wrong, but I do. And I'm not not kind of scaremongering because obviously it's you know terrible for me as well. But I don't I honestly don't think we're just going to walk into September and go to like 300 weddings in a, yeah, no, in no, a big I'd, packed church I'd, 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 I'd I just agree, don't yeah i'd agree with that i think people will feel differently but but i'm a pragmatist and optimist i think the world is is on this and a resolution will come quicker than we think i think in terms of damage limitation and you know the horrible corporate expression managing expectations the message i think has to be a little bit downbeat so as not to to falsely raise expectations so that the daft folk take no responsibility because i think that's what people are worried about you know if we say oh look it's looking okay you're all right boys get out there again it'll just go mad can you imagine that when the call goes out for we're almost there folks there'll be a real to hell with that attitude and everybody yeah, will be no, nose to nose on Bournemouth Beach again. So that that's why they're being a little bit cautious, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, that's why I think that when they do, when we do get to that point, it won't be a case of, right, you can all go. It will be a case of this is what you must do and we will enforce it. 
um, if you want to be, if you want more liberty, then that's it. And you know, I think in Spain and in Germany and places like that, they're they're letting the um, like construction workers go back, yeah. for example, yeah. because they they typically don't sit in an office and yeah. breathe on each other, you know, and and that all makes sense. So anyway, it would be what do we know? No. Question three, and then we'll go. On to, I've got another couple that we just do some quick fires on. Then we'll have to save the rest till next Tuesday. Um, yeah. Question three: This virus is still going to be around for years until they find a vaccine. Um, as a documentary photographer, see, she's on your on board with you on this one, who's usually working up close and personal to people. Do you think this will change the way you shoot for the time being? Are you going to be right in amongst people, whether 23 or an 18, or will, will you be shooting from the furthest corner of the room? She doesn't say this, but I'm, I'm going to add with a, with a 50 to 140. What do you no, think? I, it's, the same, it's the same answer to the previous yeah. question. Once, once, it's, once it's more under control, it will be, you know... You, yeah, and by that I mean you know you you've got as much. Um, nobody wants to get the flu, and I'm not comparing it with the flu. No, but no. nobody wants to get the flu or anything. You know, I'm not. It won't. No, I'll be doing the same thing. And uh, uh, you know, if you get it, it's it's going to be bad. It, hopefully, we'll be in a situation where if you get it, it will be bad luck rather than um, just just the fact that you went outside and was stupid yeah and, yeah. and, and also i'm hoping these plasma treatments and all these other things they're developing at the right uh, right now will will um will will all work out somehow the daily show photo challenge right a break away from the questions just for a couple of seconds we'll come back to uh, another one or two but first of all let's do the daily photo challenge last week uh what it was uh, the 14th last week what did you what did you set people with uh, it was your front window. Oh yes, outside your front window. Now, now remember, Emily, uh, Emily Renier. If you're not in the Facebook group, um, which of course, as many of you didn't, aren't, she collated as many of these pictures as possible yeah. and put them together in a lovely little photo film. So I will try and oh, yeah. ask her if I can include that in the uh, website. She'll say yes. Surely. I'm sure she will. It's uh, the logistics of it. I don't know where it's hosted and all that oh, kind of okay. stuff. So I will try and do that. Um, it was very good of her. And we had um, b- 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 281. Oh, my word. <laughs> yep. So okay. we've seen, um, I've, there's been pictures of just a ladder. There was a very peculiar one from Lars Hegard. Uh, he said, morning view from my seat in the war room. I'm mm-hmm. in the back row. And all I can see is uh, three sheep on a table, <laughs> a record, and what looks like a little bit of snow. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, mm. uh, interesting picture. This is a tough one. Mark Neal. Right. Um, so Mark Neal outside of his window is a Fuller's uh, hanging down kind of logo of a pub. Oh. Now, I don't know whether that means he li- he lives above the pub or he maybe he even runs a pub. He does run a pub, Mark, doesn't he, I think? Oh, so that must do, be all. He just pop down oh. for, a sw- for a Swifty on his own. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you, if you run the pub, not so bad, but yeah. living above a pub that you can't get into. <laughs> 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 I like that Adam McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for Adam McCarthy. Go on then. Uh, because uh, it's a typical London street. There's a, <laughs> a skip, a couple of cars, parking bollards, and there's a guy whizzing by on a skateboard. So that's very cool. So you, you get them. When you say a skip, was that what? A soft top Skoda? Do-dum-tsh. Do you remember those jokes? Not these <laughs> days. You can't use that these days. They've they've changed, haven't they? I go. once had a uh, a similar house to that in London. Or oh, it was a flat, a similar kind of looking, like Edwardian flat. And uh, it was with uh, with wife number one. And um, we needed to get a skip because we were we were we were getting rid of some stuff. So the skip turned up, and I said to her, I said, "I bet you any money somebody put some mattress in there." Uh, and they did. 
And it, I, t- I literally, I went into the kitchen, made a cup of coffee, come to the window, and there's, there's a mattress, a mattress in, in our skin. There we go. When you say your <laughs> your you, you, wife number one, you make it sound like you've had. Who's been married to Mullins in this room? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm not never going to go higher than two. Set, set a new one. Come on, set a new one. Okay, so the challenge today mm. is I want to see the photos on your wall. Oh, so okay. do you have um, a wall full of fo- uh, photos or paintings? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, that what what do you look at when you're looking at your walls? And, and, make, um, and make that as creative as you possibly can. I could shoot through the banisters and up through. Yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So um, the photos on your wall. What's on your wall? No, try, 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 try to do it today. Yes. Right. A couple more questions. Then we'll we'll close shop for the day. Nick Norris, you're marrying a mermaid. Would you choose the fish half bottom or the fish half top? Did you see that one coming? That was in the Facebook group. Will you go top? I think I'll I'll join you there because I'm not quite sure this isn't a trick question. Um, Graham Chesters, which other photographer, past or present, has had the most influence on your photographic approach? I don't mean whose work would you would you like and find inspiring, rather who's had a direct influence on, on how you take and find photos? What was it about them that influenced you? Who would you say? Oh well, for me, it would, it's got to be Jeff Askoff yeah. because uh, yeah, I mean the style I loved and everything. But if I hadn't seen those pictures back in the day on that train journey, then uh, you know I could have been a chiropodist or something by now. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to choose Giles. Still getting paid. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Digging out things from feet. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to choose Giles because uh, it's been his support years and years and years ago that uh, just kept me going and, and believing in myself. And, and I believe in his work and it's his work that I followed religiously um, ever since I knew him. So there we go. Um, and do you, do you want to, do you want to, here's a left field one just to end with Keith Martin. When they come to make the film of how the Fuji cast saw us through these troubled times, <laughs> who will be playing you both on screen? <laughs> oh, loads of people say that you look like, and we talked about this, didn't we talk about this yesterday? Say, so, um, they pick out a number of, uh, of film stars. I oh, know Jose Mourinho was the football manager that people say you look like. I often get mistaken for Leonardo DiCaprio, don't you know? Well, it wasn't Leonardo I was thinking of. Do you, Leonardo? No, yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I was thinking about uh, Thingy Bob that uh, was in Oceans. What's his name? George <laughs> Clooney. George Clooney. Oh, George, yes. Well, yeah. one of uh, one of Gemma's uh, best friends, Jackie, she always calls me George. Yeah, there's a bit of George yeah. about you, definitely. Yeah. Whereas my friends think I look like Benny off uh, Crossroads. <laughs> no, well, that's not fair. I'd, I'd like to say um, The Rock would play me, but I feel it's probably more like Christopher Lloyd. Um, I think you've got a bit of Tyson Fury about you. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. I think I've got more Chris Lloyd, Uncle Fester than Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think what well, for you, we'd have to find somebody with a, uh, a very uh, mellifluous voice. Right. Uh, of what, course. Was that word, what was that word you used then? Very? Mellifluous. Very good. Word of the day. Did you not know you had a mellifluous voice? No, I've never thought of myself as having that. Well, you have. <laughs> um, we'd also have to find somebody who has um, a lot of... Um, not or hair. Lot, not a hair. lot of not much... Not um, much ...something hair. up top. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of not much up top. Not quite sure I like that. Anyway, though, though, so, look, we've got a stack of questions left, but we can't go on. Time, gentlemen, please. We're going to have to do them next Tuesday, aren't we? 
Yeah. So, we should do this every Tuesday. Keep them coming. Well, that's it then. Have a nice evening, and um, we'll see you for tomorrow. Tomorrow, when, uh, Tomorrow's Wednesday. Already? Middle of the week? Surely not. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday, so see you then, Kev. Bye-bye. The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense to our wives who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.